Hello, and welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Alyssa, and welcome to episode 100! We have been building up this day for so fucking long, and I can't believe we are finally here. A hundred episodes. This is getting serious. Fun fact, I looked up uh, a statistic before we started recording because I was really curious about how many other podcasts that get to this milestone only 35 percent of podcasts ever get to episode 100 and we're in that 35 percent it's such a huge moment to be here yeah i mean wow i'm like i'm sitting here and thinking about it and how we got to be here and I'm um, also coming off reflecting. We're coming from, uh, we just recorded with the Thank Me Later girls. We just did an episode with them. And so we got to talk about us and our friendship. And I, I know that we've made it this far, not just because of the people who listen to us. Yeah. But also because of the friendship that we have and the relationship that we have as business partners. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was something we t- we spoke about. And last episode, too, we talked about how we first originated the podcast. And we also talked about it on their show. And it just astounds me because at that point in our lives in 2018, we were such different people and we had so many oh, yeah. different people around us at that point that are no longer with us. Yeah. Um, and that's something to reflect on. And and I'm not I'm not saying from the aspect of like people have passed away or anything. I, I mean, more like relationships with people have changed. Mm-hmm. Friendships have changed. But the one thing that never changed was our I mean, our relationship has changed, but we've stuck through it and we've gone through the changes together yeah and that's huge that is very huge and yeah i mean speaking of changes a lot of the we had a lot of similar things happen to us we've always said that our lives were put together for a reason because weirdly enough one of us will go through something first and then usually about six months later the other person will go through it like i will never forget it's maybe it's a little morbid but i wouldn't have wanted to go through it anywhere else like when my when mimi died in february of 2019 i was like broken and then when you lost your brother what i thought was really cool is we kind of grieved together a little bit we both Mm -hmm. got to grieve that loss and that's something that like you don't have a lot of people in your life you can go through something like that with yeah and i think also too the kind of loss that we had because we've discussed the relationships that we had with those people and you know they weren't they weren't the best but we still loved them Mm -hmm. and after their death it was like oh like there was so much more we wanted to do with them and we were able to have that grieving period together but also reflect on the fact that we were kind of grieving similar I don't want to say similar people, but do you understand we what I mean? We were grieving like, our experiences together. Yeah. Just like when we celebrate our big life moments, we celebrate mm-hmm. them together. And this is one of those moments that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life is getting to not only share a podcast with my best friend, but getting to 100 episodes. You made it to 100. fucking massive. Oh, my God. And it's a sexisode. And it's a sexisode. It's just everything all lumped into one. Like, it was like the universe was like, we are going to give you everything that you need to make this episode like one of the best that you had and even though this is the final episode of season three it i wouldn't have imagined it going out on any other note than not only a sex episode but episode 100 episode 100 baby hell yeah 
Well, let's just get right into it. You know what time it is. It's What's Your Struggle? Um, I feel really stupid again for this struggle. <laughs> <laughs> that means you get to go first. Yup. Once again, I messed up when it came to recording times and I thought we were recording at 6 p.m. And we actually got off the train at 5.30, um, but I forgot that I booked our episode for 5.30 p.m. It was in my phone and in my calendar for 5.30 it just didn't click in your head. No, it didn't click. It didn't click. And I was like, oh, we got time. I went and bought champagne. You got a snack. Like, we took our time. <laughs> like, we strolled in like, woo, we're ready to go. And then it was like, by the way, you guys were supposed to start at 530. And I just went like instant panic in my face. <laughs> but it's like a thing for me. I'm very weird about being late. And you know this. I know this. Yes. I have had it instilled in my head since I was a kid because of my father. You can never show up late anywhere. Because when I was growing up, there was this phrase, to be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late. And to be late is is if you've never showed up at all. And it's a phrase that's stuck with me my whole life. So every time I'm late, I'm like, fuck, I wasn't even there. Like, <laughs> no. And I I just don't like that, that like... I, I never want to, like, disrespect somebody else's time. Yeah. You know, it's like that thing. So I'm sorry, Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> She's shaking I'm her head. Really She's sorry. like, it's okay. It's, like, not who I am. And now it's happened she, twice in a row. She literally told Alyssa before this episode, like, don't be so hard on yourself. I'm don't only, be so hard on yourself. I'm only hard on myself because <laughs> this happened last week, too, where we were a couple minutes late. We weren't as late as today, but we were, like, later this time. And I'm like... <laughs> But it's fine. It's okay. After this, we are gonna done. We're going to go home. I'm going to watch yeah. Alyssa pack her stuff to go home for Christmas or yep. we'll go see her family for Christmas. Well, by the time this episode's out, it'll be the day before New Year's Eve. I'll, I'll be I'll be home. I'll be home too. Yeah. That's wild. Well, not home. Everybody knows I'm not going to Florida this year. But um, Oh, you'll still be in Georgia then? I'll be in... No, no. I'll yeah, be here you in New be York. Back. Yeah, I will be here in New York. Wow. Wow. Anyways, enough of my struggle. What is your struggle? Uh, my struggle... I don't know. I've, I've been going very go, go, go today. And that's that's a lot. I woke up at 7 this morning for work. I had to... I, I, I shouldn't say I had. I got the opportunity to coach some classes today. I covered somebody. Um, so it was get up go to work then come home get in the shower as soon as possible then uh get ready and then head out the door and then we went to go record with thank me later out in brooklyn and then we had to come back into the city well we got the opportunity to come back into the city to record episode 100 so by the time we're done um uh, with this episode, I will have been going for 12 hours, which That's I didn't really think about time. it. That's a long time to be going on a Saturday. And then also yesterday, I had coached all the classes on the Friday schedule. Wow. So I was like all day yesterday. Um, so you haven't had a moment to rest? Not really, no. And then tomorrow, I am also back at the gym. I got the opportunity to do two PT clients. So um, after one o'clock tomorrow, I can relax and i'm actually like actually breathe like actually breathe and it's actually like i'm a little bit excited for it because i'm gonna have the apartment to myself yeah you so, are like i can just have just true alone time are you gonna walk around naked no like rachel cause, green no because there's that window in our kitchen where like i'm afraid that those people across the way can see us I they can i swear to god they the can't. other day i saw somebody looking them. in 
They can't see us. Also, that window isn't where you would sit if you wanted to walk around naked. <sighs> Still. You've never done that? Listen, I also have a cat and my cat likes to hang around me. So I don't want to be naked or I'm a cat because if I, I like, get that. I get that. I'm also like, yeah. So I'm just going to. Well, if you wanted to, now's the opportunity. <laughs> uh, just make sure not to cut up any jalapenos beforehand. Oh, my God. <laughs> chill, chill. Still one of the best moments that I think has happened this season. And before we talk about a lot of <laughs> sex episode things, um, we want to do a look back on our favorite moments of the show all the way starting with season one and we had a lot of submissions from friends who have listened um listeners oh, like you guys we gotta be clear we're doing we're reflecting on our favorite sex episodes big time but like one thing to note season two was the only season we never had sex episodes True. so we're trying to pull out those moments but these these are our favorite sex episode moments that have happened um so thank you to everybody who submitted their favorite moments it was so cool to see and again also, thank you again to everybody who listened to us and we were on your Spotify wrapped. Yes. I'm still hearing that we were on Spotify rap and the count now is at 40 people, which is absolutely insane oh to God. be in their top three podcasts. Like, thank you guys so much. We couldn't have gotten to episode 100 without you all. Like, oh my God. People like fucking listen. And it's always funny when somebody tells me they listen. I'm like, what episode? Like, like, I'm that's like, my very thing. I'm like, I need to know what you listened to and what you thought of it. Yo, because I ain't gonna lie, I've been a little bit too honest on this podcast. Who cares? Sometimes I'm nervous on the shit I've said is gonna come back for me. I look at it as like, if you're gonna listen to us, you're gonna know who we are. And if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. You don't have to be my friend. Bye. Anyways, let's kick things off. We're starting all the way with season one, aka the season that had 59 episodes where we thought we were gonna be a show that released every single week. Honestly, we should first reflect on that first Let's just ever take a sex moment. episode. That first ever sex episode that took place. Was that we were at your old apartment? That was the last episode in my apartment because episode six was with Gotham. That was yeah. the first episode with Gotham. We were at your old apartment. I brought my stuff and like the, the only the one on the floor worked oh my god yeah the jankiest setup ever and i think that was the episode where we were like okay we need to not <laughs> we literally anymore. were like i i can't do this anymore nope no 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 nope i was like there's got to be places to go and do this at a reasonable price with like all the equipment we need so then i can just do my back-end editing and hence we found gotham here we are and we've been with them since episode six yeah that's been huge. Damn. But, oh, man, so many so many things to reflect on from season one because we had all those episodes. I My mean, favorite that I always reflect on is the live show. I mean. Live show was fantastic. It's looking back on it, I'm like, wow, we did the damn thing. Honestly. We did the damn thing. Here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping this summer, this coming summer, summer 2021, maybe towards the we end. We were supposed to have a live show this year. That was supposed to be a new annual thing for us but because of covid obviously we couldn't have the show that we wanted to and we looked at other ideas but it was just not going to be the same so that show that live show will always have such a special place mm -hmm. in my heart because it was like the venue we found i wouldn't have wanted to have it anywhere else those owners were so nice and so humble and just loved that we were there we had mm -hmm. that food truck there that came oh my out. God, yeah, I know my parents came. It was uh, it, it was, was a good time. It was such a good time. 
But the best was we had, I should have, I meant to bring it today and we're going to bring it back for season four. But we had this jar of questions that we had people ask. And at one point during the live show, we would pull out questions and start reading off of them. Mm-hmm. One of the questions was, and I, I know the person who wrote this and they wrote it legitimately wanting to know, but they also wrote it because they knew my parents were there. <laughs> Somebody asked me about my vibrators and what my vibrator preference is. And I read this question. I read it first on paper before reading it out loud. And I literally went in the microphone. I'm really sorry, mom. And I was like, please close your ears. And my dad was there too. And I had to talk about my vibrators in like the most like PG-13 way I could. <laughs> like I was... Like, it was one of those moments and I was like, um, mom, dad, you're going to learn a lot about me really quickly. So please don't hate me. Like, it was just one of those moments. I'll never forget. Oh, my God. But I mean, that was the same episode that <laughs> Kristen was a guest on that Kristen one. went through her whole sexcapade that I think she's repeated on this show twice. Um, and it still kills me every time because that story is just unbelievable. But like, I just because your parents were there. And then I think there was this other couple there who like had never heard the show before. They just <gasps> came in off the street. Oh, my God. The street people. Yes. So like all like this, these people who have never heard our show before, they're listening to this story and just looking at their faces. I was like, oh my god! Like it was one of those moments you didn't know what people were gonna think, but I'm so glad everybody laughed. And that's all I ever wanted was for people to laugh along with us or even at us because we have those moments. It was just my mom has a whole new appreciation for me, and she goes. I love what you're doing with the podcast, but I'll never listen to a sex episode. And I said, that's okay. You don't have to. I would prefer if she does not. <laughs> I, she doesn't need to know about her daughter's hoe phase. She doesn't need to know about that. It's just not a thing. She don't. Another great episode from season one, also from like the late season one era, um, was when we had Jeannie and Victor on for the mm-hmm. summer of sexiness. Uh, for those who don't haven't listened to it, you should. It was a couple who had been married for over 20 years. They'd been together for they've known each other since high school and they were in a polyamorous marriage and they had a blog about it. And it was so cool to see how being poly brought their marriage together. That was something I've never heard before about. Yeah. But I also don't know a lot of other polyamorous couples. I mean, honestly, just hearing the perspective from a polyamorous couple was interesting for me because I feel like I've, I well, I know I've really only spoken with a lot of monogamous couples. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see it work for two people, it was just, it was just really cool to hear about their experience and, you know, just all that stuff. I don't know how else to I say still, it. I still look at their blog. Their blog is great. Um, If I can find it, I will link it in the bio of this episode. But they were such a great one. If you want to hear like really early season one days, anywhere from like 1.50 to obviously the live show 1.59, all of those episodes are incredible. Yeah, they really are. You know, you remember, this is from early days, early sex episode. I can't remember which one, but the zipper incident. I know. I found this one. This was actually the very first sex episode we ever had. This was like episode five and one of my friends, this was when, okay, so sometimes when we get questions from listeners and whatnot, we, 
especially in the early days, we would reach out to our friends and we're like, we're, we're going to go on the show and we're going to talk about sex. Like, we need your help. Do you have questions you want answered? They'll be anonymous. Like, the, the, a lot of shows do that because it just helps you get off the ground going. Um, and one of my friends reached out to me and was like, actually, I had this incident happen and I need someone to talk about it with. And I said, great, hit me with it. So she had had a Tinder date with someone and went home with him and when they went to go have sex he didn't take his pants off he just like unzipped his pants and like put his dick through a zipper and then had sex with her like that and it was the most bizarre thing i've had ever heard she had ever that heard sounds uncomfy she like liked it but in terms of like they had really good sex together but it was just the whole thing was odd and she ended up never seeing him again because he told her that's the only way he can have sex that's tough i know how do you like i have i still have so many questions about that like are there different types of zippers that help or is it like what if the pants don't have zippers you know, these are these are the questions he, that I have. Does he put zippers in all of his pants? Like, what if he's wearing, does he wear sweatpants ever? Does he wear shorts, like jeans, khakis? What type of pants are we talking about here? I don't know, man. I, I don't know, know either, but like one of our greatest, greatest moments. <laughs> oh my gosh. Another good moment from season one was Sex episode 4.0 when we had mm-hmm. Eric, Brittany, and Kristen on. So yeah. we had three people on at once. And we talked about BDSM and, uh, man, Eric talked about a sex club experience. Yeah, he went to one. Oh, my God. I still will never forget how he like he told me, and I'm not judging, but I was like, wow, I didn't realize that this was like a fetish, but a dude like was rolled up in a carpet. Oh, whatever. yeah. And he was having people walk on and him. People wanted, and he wanted people to walk on him. And like, I'm not judging, but also I'm like. It's just a different one, one you would have never thought of before. Yeah, but that's what whatever pleases you. That's what gets you going. I, you know, I actually thought about this the other day. I'm like, I wonder if sex clubs during COVID are still a thing. Not that I've ever been, but like, it's just like one of those things. I'm like, hmm. If they are, they probably have to be really, really exclusive. Like, you have to be a member. Like, you pay money to be a member. And like, like a 50 you have to get type club. Yeah. And you have to have your COVID test done. You have to provide proof that you are negative, that kind of deal. Because, mm. I mean, yeah, you're getting real personal with people up <laughs> yeah, in there. Think? So, like, you got to make sure you're safe. Yeah, you, can't, you can't just do the temperature check. There were that, that like, do it. I just, it, that wouldn't do it at all. But season one is so pure to me and it's so wholesome because. It, it literally was when we actually talked about this on our interview we just had. We really thought we could be a podcast that released every week. And people don't realize how draining that is. It really, it can be because, you know, we want to plan out our episodes. Sometimes we want to bring on guests. Um, There's a lot of work that goes into it. And when I say it's just me and Sabrina that do this, it's just me and Sabrina that mm-hmm. do this. We are the Keeping It Together team. Like, it's us. I know. I wish we had the money to, like, hire an intern or something or, like, had the credentials to get an intern because it would be nice. If I could help give an intern school credit. Because, I mean, there are little jobs out there as podcast producer and, like, 
you know, so for us to do this along with what we have going on in our personal lives, it can be a lot. Not it is saying, a lot. Not not saying that we don't enjoy doing it, but it can still be it, it can still make our plates there's, heavy. There's like a lot of back end stuff that happens that you don't think about until you're doing it. And because this isn't our full time thing, we we don't make money from this show. You know, we we break even and we do it because we love it. And that's yes. what's so important about it is like we don't do this to make money. We're not doing this to just, you know, get a check. We're doing this because we love this show. Mm -hmm. Like this show was the reason why I was able to get through the pandemic and not lose my fucking mind. It, it just was. It was this source of comfort. It was this safe space where yeah. I could come and I know you could too. And we just talk about anything. And that's huge to have. And that's what I feel like season one was. It's this source of comfort of um, almost of like a simpler time. Because mm -hmm. I mean, it was. Yeah, because 2018 was. 20, 2018 was a fantastic year. It was a chef's kiss kind of year. Um, and then, I mean, going into 2019, for both of us, uh, we went through some pretty traumatic experiences. That's when and season two debuted. Yeah, season two. Um, so, yeah, us us drilling out all those episodes. Or no. Was a season, lot. Yeah, no, season, season two did not debut in 2019. We took those last five months off of 2019. You know what? We did. And I mean, we... We needed the break, folks. We needed the break. Um, we needed to take care of ourselves first so that we could be our best for this show. Yeah. Yeah. So and then we went into season two. Season two started happening um, in when did it? We started January. We started okay. January. We started January 2020. Oh, man. January 2020. I don't know. What a, what a, what a time that was. I don't know why, looking back on it, why I didn't. Do, why we didn't do sex episodes and i remember the reasoning i was like oh i don't want my employer to know because at the time i was in a really toxic job environment and mm -hmm. it was like one of those if anybody could find some reason to fire you they would fire you for that mm -hmm. like that's just how toxic it was and i wish that we would have not that there weren't great episodes because there were but i really wish i wouldn't have let that blocked me you know what i mean <sighs> I know you're wishing that you wouldn't have blocked you, uh, that you're wishing that it wouldn't have blocked you, but we tried it out. We tried doing it without the sex episode, seeing how we mm -hmm. liked it, seeing how it felt with viewers. And you know what? Go doing that. We realized we want to keep the sex episodes. We want to well, keep them Well, my on. friends yelled at me for not having sex episodes. Like, yeah, they were see? legitimately mad. The they, viewers want it. They want it. And so we got it. But. There were some good moments, and I think one of the first ones we need to talk about was 2.3. Literally, the title of it is, What Will 2020 Bring? We were so naive. Like, what? Unbelievably naive. Oh, my God. Like I I am like I I've listened to that episode again and have you I need I need to go back and listen to it again. Just listen because you're just going to laugh. Maybe maybe after this I'm going to go home and have some alcohol and listen to that episode and have a good cackle. Not a laugh, a cackle because like the things we were talking about we had those dreams and those plans and we were ready to implement them. 
And then it was like, boop, nothing, COVID, <laughs> bye. Psych. <laughs> like, it just is so funny to me to look back on that one. I just have nothing to do but laugh. <sighs> you know what? I don't know what to say here, but <laughs> I just... Uh, anyways. 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 Good one to end that one on. We did have Misty Mountains on. Mm. In this room, in Chrysler, we were we in, this had her room. on in this room. We had her on before the before the pandemic yes. happened. Thank God, I love her so much. She's such an amazing queen. It was the funniest story of meeting her. I had went to um, Pulperia down in Hell's Kitchen where she was hosting um, the drag brunch. And she was just working it. And I had taken my cousin there because my cousin came to visit me when she had a few days off. And I mean, we were hammered at this brunch, like hammered. And I drunkenly go up to her and I'm like, I have a podcast and I want to bring you on the show. And like, I didn't think she would remember me the next day. And she DMs me the next day and was like, hey, I know you may have been a little drunk, but like, I really want to do this. And I was like, I really want you to come on the show, too. Like, it was just so fucking cool. And she is somebody who I just admire so much. And I have so much respect for her journey and her craft and her art. And that episode was just so chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Oh, my God. I mean, oh, my God. I loved I loved that. Just another another person we had on the show where, you know, we got to listen about their life and their experiences and what got them to the point that they were at. And honestly, just learning about what all she did for me, the doing art, drag and just uh, the art of drag in and of itself is something magical. It takes a special type of human to do that. And it's just the drag community as a whole mm-hmm. is so fucking special. Um, I've said it many times that RuPaul is my idol and I am obsessed with his masterclass. And if you haven't taken it by now, then what the fuck are you doing? But like everything about drag is stuff that I embody in so many other art forms. And it's an art form that I will always have immense, immense respect for. Oh, yeah. 110 percent especially because... when she talked about that time of peeing and like trying to go to the oh. bathroom when she was in drag with like all of the layers of like a corset and pantyhose and everything all the work that goes into the outfits either i mean a lot of the queens they make their own outfits and oh, yeah that's so impressive and all the layers that go on into you know the get up um, the transformation the makeup the wig wigs are fucking hard to work with wigs are expensive and then also too on top of that you you're doing this whole performance where you're moving you're grooving it's choreography you got to engage the crowd like there are so many moving parts to it oh yeah that as a viewer you don't realize and especially if you are a drunk viewer you don't realize you know i mean it's like one of those things i've always had respect for it and then just like getting to hear the nitty-gritty of it is just Mm. incredible i will still always love when my mother and her friends came on this show and her friends (laughs) her friends gave these emotional you know deep responses to what you would tell your younger self and my mother she went first so she didn't know that her friends were going to get real deep with it. But my mother goes, 
lotion your neck. And honestly, that is some solid advice. It she is. She also said you can get a new face, but you can't get a new neck. And it's she true. Right. She's right. You can't inject Botox into your neck. And if you do, I have questions on who you are, number one. But number two, like you can't do that. That's toxic. You, you have veins there. Exactly. So lotion your neck, folks. I have moisturized my neck every single day since then. Like every single fucking day. I'll tell you what. I would love to have both of my parents back on the show um because i know when we brought them on in season one uh <laughs> their episode was a little bit more serious than they thought it was gonna be and i think that happened by accident um and even my dad afterwards he was like i thought i thought it was gonna be a little bit more comedy so i would love i would love to have my dad at least back on where he could have a little bit more of like a playful like a episode thing. and we will do that we'll, we'll that do will that season four whenever whenever the hell my parents come back into the city which they will you can't you can't get my mother to yeah. not come back yeah she loves it here so much so i know they'll they'll be back on if not season four then season five but they'll be back they'll be back and on that note we are gonna wrap up the segment soon but we definitely don't want to forget about some of our favorite moments of season three season three will be so special to me in a very different way it is the season we did through covid Mm -hmm. we had many virtual recordings Mm -hmm. like probably the first half of the season were virtual recordings where we weren't able we weren't able to get into a studio so that in and of itself of just continuing the show Mm -hmm. life we had to hustle to make it work we we had to bend and it was like not having the show wasn't an option like mm-hmm. not recording wasn't an option i was like we'll figure it out and we're so thankful to gotham for having those virtual recordings mm-hmm. because i was like oh my god do i have to invest in podcast equipment like do i have to like order microphones and get synthesizers and like get all of this equipment ready and like then figure out how to do a virtual recording while my co-host is in another state like what the fuck so a huge huge mm-hmm. huge fucking shout out to this studio gotham podcast studios for saving so many shows they literally were the lifeline for not just our show but so many other shows that record here to continue on during through the like throughout all this pandemic damn i know what a, what, is, what a damn season man what a fucking <laughs> season but you know what we finally did we finally synced up what's your struggle we sure did i kept saying i'll add a voice in i'll add a voiceover i'll do something i never did i never did she never did nope nope but i've brought it up now numerous times because it happened on like two sex episodes ago your jalapeno incident oh my god it's like the funniest thing in the world to me like the funniest thing because i'm sure this has happened to many people i'm sure and i man i really I really thought I washed my hands well. I at least washed my hands a couple of times, bro. Like, I mean, clearly you didn't wash them well enough because something else was burning and tingling that shouldn't have been burning and tingling. (laughs) It's like the greatest thing ever. You know, you're laughing now, but when it happens to you, because it could happen to you. It could happen to me. You can laugh at me too. That's fine. You are more than welcome to laugh at me for that. A hundred percent. I will. Good. And I will bring it up every chance I get. Great. I do the same to you. I know. You're doing it now. Yep. Big time. You did it in the last, in the, I think in the Thank Me Later episode. 
I think you talked. I did, but we didn't actually talk about it. I just like mentioned it. And sometimes I just mention it as like our secret thing because no one else knows except who listens to the show. Seriously, like a lot of fucking people know. It's fine. Anyways. (laughs) Oh, my God. I... I did love our dating mini series that we did. That was so good. We I need did, to do another mini. That series. was like cathartic for me because I really was coming off of a weird time of dating people. Um, and now I'm just taking a solid break, folks. Like I no, I have no interest in really dating right now unless it's somebody real special that sparks my interest. I'm not going to force that it. That special someone. Um, You're not going to have a holiday love story happen where you meet someone, you go home for the holidays, and then you guys fall magically in love. No, because <laughs> someone did joke about doing that last year, and they turned out to be a dick. So, like, I know who that person is. So I. Motherfucker. <laughs> I have, I don't, I don't really have an interest in doing that. I mean, I already know I'm not going to end up in Ohio. Like the pandemic helped solidify that decision for me. Good. I love my parents and I love my friends, but I just don't, I don't fit in in Ohio. Think about a plan. I fit in here in New York. So, um, yeah, but I mean, the, the dating series was very cathartic because it was just a, what I, what did I call, called it like the horse, the four horsemen of my dating apocalypse it was though or whatever and it was the four horsemen that and the pandemic that helped me get to this decision of i don't really want to date very very therapeutic like for everyone who got to be a part of it i mean we talked about things that were real Mm -hmm. issues that uh mattered when it came to sex and sexuality and feeling confident about your body. Mm-hmm. That's huge. You know, self-confidence is the one thing a lot of people lack in. And it's really important to find ways to build that up. Mm-hmm. And I think that miniseries did it. It was oh, just yeah. like the little sprinkle it needed. I mean, of course, and just people being able to listen and maybe they related to any of the issues that you and I had or any of our guests had mm-hmm. and to help people get through their dating issues. Yeah. I'm happy if I if I helped, if I helped you. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> and and just to to close this segment out, um we do want to get into we have some listener questions. We do. That we're really excited about. Um a lot of people wrote in about when we did our wellness series, um uh, my really good friend Nia Eddy um, everybody loved her episode. I that was the loved best that episode. episode too. I think that's like top three episodes of season three. I I just I feel like I learned so much in like the way that we were able to talk about nutrition. It was just a very uh, non judgmental way, I guess you could say. And because relationships with food for people can be just so it it can be touchy and. Just that episode talking about food and talking about, you know, what we need to eat and what and mm-hmm. what we maybe should steer clear of. Yeah. Um, I just uh, it was it was a comfortable space and I learned a lot and I'm very thankful that we had Nia on the show. She's the best. And we'll have Kadisha on soon and then we'll have the two of them on. Oh, I can't wait for that episode. Season four. Anyways, it's time for some listener questions. Let's do it. Um, we have two really, really good ones that we think are like very applicable to this year. Um, so we'll start with the first one. 
I've taken a break from dating because of the pandemic this year, but I'm ready to get back out there in the new year. What are your suggestions for dating in the new world to meet people, but keeping safety in mind? I mean, the first thing that comes to mind to me is dating apps because yeah i mean yeah it's it's gonna be hard to go out and meet people places mm-hmm. right now because there's not really any place that that is open to congregate yeah they don't want you doing it's that. tough it's very very tough i i mean i can't relate to necessarily the dating app like that thing mm-hmm. but i think the apps are going to be a great resource so we use the apps and we'll talk with people mm-hmm. and i mean both parties got to make an effort uh, I know from my own personal experience, sometimes I can be pure shit when it comes to responding on dating apps. Um, but going into the new year, because I, because once, once we get back from Christmas and everything, maybe I'll try to like really try and date yeah. somebody. But um, I think too, once you do meet somebody, keeping your dates outside, there's a lot of great mm-hmm. options, especially when it comes to spring. You could do picnics, you know, bring yeah. your own food, bring your own alcohol. That way, like if you still want to go out on a date and do something, mm-hmm. like just get a little bit of creative with it. Like, I mean, honestly, there's nothing wrong with making the first date even just a virtual date. Yeah, you if know? you don't feel safe to go out with someone, do a virtual date. Do do a nice little, you know, set up your cameras. You can chat in a comfortable space. You can make each other food. I actually know someone who did this recently. They they wanted to do a virtual date for the first one because they just wanted to make sure they would like each other. And the guy actually sent um, wine and dinner to her apartment and he also had the same thing, like same wine, same dinner. So it was like they were sharing the same meal. They were just obviously apart. But I was like, that's so thoughtful and cute. Like, that's really, really thoughtful. That is really cute. And I like that a lot. Because then also, too, you make sure that you like each other. Because sometimes, and a lot of times, mm-hmm. first dates can be a dud. I've also seen someone who recently did a first date with someone. They both did a virtual cooking class together. How cute is that? <clears throat> Are you okay? Oh my god, what just happened? Champagne went down the wrong. You looked like you were about to throw up. Like I was trying to drink champagne, the bubbles like made me want to like do a little burp, and then also too, it was time for me to talk, (laughs) and just like the air did not know which direction to go. Um. Anyways, I think these are all really great uh things to keep in mind when when you do want to get back out there make sure you feel comfortable exactly at the end of the day and the other party feels comfortable and that no there are a lot of options out there i think people feel like there are no options out there but they're there you just have to go out and do them yeah and just know that dating like this i mean it it will not be like this for very long you know there is a lot of hope that by summer Things are going to be almost. I think the Pfizer vaccine was just approved. Yeah. So, so we're heading in the right direction. We are. And just getting through these little points, hear me out. You have a really good first virtual date, and then maybe you have a good, like a really great, like second in person date. And then, you know, you guys continue to talk through these mm-hmm. uh, times where we can't really get together. And then as the summer comes up, look at that. Look at that. You have summer love and you started it in the winter. There you go. And it, and it, and it will probably be good because yeah. you guys spent a lot of the time 
talking mm-hmm. and really getting to know each other. Yep. So I'm hopeful for you, whoever you are that asked this question. I am hopeful that you meet somebody, you guys have great conversation, and it blossoms into something great. Hell yeah. Let's get on to the next question. <sighs> this question. Do men stare at your butthole during doggy style? That is correct. And I What only- do you mean it's correct? So Whoa. So Whoa. I I know this because I stumbled upon a video on TikTok and like I don't the the point of the video is they they said that guys look at the butthole during sex or whatever. So I sent the video to my guy friends. I sent it to my friends and I'm going to name drop them because we've talked about this a couple and times. And we don't have to bleep out their names? Um, no. Hey. I'm going to say no here. All right. Um, I'm not going to bleep them out then. Well, one of them listens to the show. So, um, yeah, I'm in a group chat with my friends, Dave and Harold, and I sent this video to them. And I was like, guys, is this true? And they're like, yeah. And uh, one of them goes, yeah, I have a staring contest with it. And I'm like, what? Okay, here's the thing. I also asked a few of my guy friends, and all of them said no. Then I don't know. Maybe maybe my friends were fucking with me, but like... Maybe it's like a preference thing, you know? I okay, so maybe I wouldn't say they stare at it, but they definitely like, like have looked at it. They definitely make some eye contact with it, one hundred and ten percent. Right there, it's right there. So yes, they see it, they look at it. So stare at it, maybe no, but look at it, yes. Um, so take with that information what you will. Me personally. I just say, who fucking cares? Yeah, exactly. We You're personally... having sex at that point. Who cares what your butthole looks like? Exactly. Like, if if he's looking at it, he's already in somewhere that he already wants to be. So, like... You know what's something I'll never understand? I don't understand why people bleach their assholes. I've really thought about this. Because when we saw this question, I thought about that. And I was like, hmm. Well, it depends, you know, um, maybe the hair. But also to... I I heard like the skin color is darker around the hole and it makes I don't know like people don't like that I guess or people feel like not like there's some self-confidence issue with that I don't fully Why? understand it I don't know I don't know personally uh, that's a one-way exit hole I actually uh, honestly full disclosure I have no clue what my butthole looks like I haven't like I mean, okay, I Um, I do get it. If you're using it to have anal sex, like, maybe. But, like, I don't know. I guess because I've never bleached my asshole, I don't understand the need to. I don't don't know. I do get maybe, like, waxing your asshole. That that I understand. I get that. I... Personally, I don't know. There's also, like, a lot of risks that go with... There's so many risks! So, like, if... If, um... If you do it at home, you know, you got to be careful because they have like whitening creams and stuff like that. But you you run you Ooh, run this don't risk. Do that. You run this risk don't do of that. if you actually get the cream in your innards is what I'll say. Um, you 
like that that's that's not good for your blood system like it can get into your blood that's a bad time and then i mean even if you go to the professionals yes you have more of a chance of it turning out well but there's still that risk like you can get swelling around it and like it's just i don't know if you've ever bleached your asshole and you listen to this show can you please reach out to us because i got a lot of questions i'm not and judging. i would no 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 no, no. i'm genuinely it's curious i want to be educated about it i want to know why you do it what's the purpose of doing it yes. how often you do it like these are a lot of the questions that i have i i have genuine curiosity yeah it's really out of curiosity and if you are a dude and you're listening to this um tell us you know do, do you look at it when Hit you're back up. there like keeping it together podcast at gmail.com or our instagram on? keeping it together podcast we are always in our dms so dm us oh, and with that we have one more segments we do and i'm really excited about this we haven't done this in so long we haven't done this in season one. Oh my god really season one was the last time we did this we gotta bring this back honestly i know maybe season four it is <gasps> would you rather Mm. honestly i didn't know we were gonna try and like do it together i didn't either i just kind of went with it but it's would you rather sex episode style we used to do this in the very very early days of keeping it together and i literally used to have this document of like running would you rather is to like make sure we would never say the same one again um so we have a few and we're just gonna go with whatever first comes to mind no thinking about it, no explanations with it, literally doing it how we used to, like rapid fire. We have like five or six of these that are going to be good. Let's do it. All right, ready? <laughs> I love this first one. <laughs> would you rather bleach your asshole or wax your asshole? I'd rather wax my I asshole. I would 100% rather wax their... Yep. Yep. Honestly, the Again, hair goes back. It'll be uncomfortable for like I a little bit. I need education to understand the bleaching of the assholes. So please reach out to us if you've done this. I really need to know. Next one. Only be able to do missionary for the rest of your life or have to keep your socks on every time you have sex. Socks on. Socks on. Big time. Big time. Okay, like, I don't understand why people have a thing about keeping socks on during sex. I really don't. You know, why do people like feel like it's weird to have socks on while having sex? Honestly, I heard, I don't know if it's true. I heard that if you keep your socks on during sex, it helps you with orgasm. It does. I've tested out this theory. It does help a little bit. Maybe it was because I was doing it and I was like, oh, this should help me, whatever, like placebo effect. But I don't know. I don't think it's like a bad thing. Like sometimes you're just taking everything else off and like you just forget to take your socks off. Why is that a big deal? I mean, the feet are very out of the way. Maybe they're cold. Yeah, I mean, you never know. It could nice. be a it could be a cold room. Could be. You like the first things to get hold uh, cold are your hands and your feet. So like, keep them warm. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> next warm. one. Would you rather climax with your partner at the same time, or be able to climax multiple times when your partner doesn't even climax once, and vice versa? Obvious for me, it's very obvious. It's the first one. <sighs> yeah yeah i would i would rather the first one because the right second one, yeah multiple times would be nice but then it's like well then it's like they can't or it's like they get multiple times and then i don't and there's something special that happens when you climax at the same time as your partner like it's like this really cool release of energy and you're releasing it at the same time and it's just like kind of magical 
I think it brings up the intensity a little bit. Oh, I would definitely agree. Right? So good. All right. Next one. Have your sibling catch you in the act or you catch your sibling in the act? I don't like this question. (laughs) I don't like this question because I'm thinking of my brother now. I don't like this question. (laughs) Listen, can I answer this question? Hella easy. Um, yeah, have my sibling catch me because if he catches me, I won't know because he a ghost. He a ghost. He a ghost. Um, so that was easy for me to answer. That was so fucking morbid. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. I think I would prefer. I don't know. I don't know. I think I would rather catch my sibling having sex i don't yeah. want them to see what i do i understand and that. I, I i i can't do that i can't do that to him nope <laughs> nope nope no nope, nope i'd rather walk in on him last one video sex or sexting sexting all the way i definitely would prefer sexting because i feel like with video sex like this is the first, hold on, this is the first would you rather where we pick the same thing. Yeah, we picked the same for all of them. Oh, That's... no, except the last one. Except the last one. Oh, yeah, the last one we did not. But all the other ones, I'm surprised that never happens. That does never happen, huh? No, it doesn't. Weird. So weird. But yeah, sexting all the way, man. Yeah, sexting because I can be, like, creative with it, and then I can be there, like, oh my god, yeah, I'm in, like, my little bra and panties, and I'm actually sitting there in, like, a big fucking you know, t-shirt and too much. sweatpants, like. Too, too much for me. <laughs> video sex i feel like uh like there's a lot of like I, I shouldn't say there's a lot of eyes on me but like i'm being watched while doing something that's very personal mm-hmm. even though like i'm technically doing what the doing it with the person but i'm not really doing it with the person right if that makes sense so yeah no i get that i get that well, that's all the questions that we have for Would You Rather. I feel like this episode has flown by, and I hate that it, when they fly by because I'm like, I have so much more to say. <laughs> um, but maybe that'll just be for season four. Season four is coming, folks. It's coming soon. Buckle your seat pelt. Seat, we... seat pelts. Buckle. Seat pelts. Buckle your seat belt. It's going to be coming a along wild for the ride. ride. Um, I think before we end the show, we've done it every time we've ended a season, but um, we just want to take a moment and again, just express all the gratitude and the thanks and that we the love we have for every single person that has ever tuned in into an episode. We wouldn't be able to do what we do without having listeners and especially the ones who have stuck with us from very early on in season one. There are people who have followed our journey, who know us and who have been with us since the beginning. And those people are so special to us, Mm -hmm. especially like celebrating this milestone because I did never would have thought we would have ever gotten here ever. I literally didn't know this was even possible to be in like a full fledged studio with professional equipment with a amazing amazing studio team and to do this with my best friend like this is just so incredible so so many thanks to every single one of you listening to this episode right now to any person who has ever listened to us at any point in your time um a huge thank you again to gotham we've said it so many times that this place is like home it's our family in the podcast community and it's just so special to us so thank you to everybody who has brought us here to 100 just thank you thank you thank you we love you we appreciate you we want nothing but the best for you we are Mm -hmm. so 
so grateful that you've been here with us so far. Mm-hmm. And we are so excited to see where we can go. Because we have so much more in store for you guys. Like, we've done 100 episodes, but we still have 100 more in us. And I know we do. Oh like, I just can't wait to see where we go from this point. Because if we've made it here, we can go to so many fucking cool places. Oh my god, wait. If you can make it here. You, you can, can make, make it anywhere. anywhere. Whoa! Oh, that was nice! <laughs> I love I that. I loved that. And on that note, I think that's a great way to close out episode 100. So thank you guys again for not only tuning into keeping it together, but to tuning into episode 100. Once again, guys, my name is Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And thanks for keeping it together with us this week. And we'll see you back next year for season.